Senators, senators, I understand you do not want another emperor, but it seems you have been given one. I sympathize with you. I do not want to be an emperor, but it seems I have been chosen one. Perhaps you would take a little moment to sympathize with me. Love that voice. We're back! Episode we is. two of our Claudius series. How are you today, my little bubble boy? <laughs> you know, do, doing okay, a little hot. Uh, I have to turn off the air conditioner, so I'm semi-naked. Mm. By the end, it will be totally naked except for the mic- mm. the ear earbuds. Um, but I'm doing well. Uh, you know, can't complain. Uh, how's things is, on the Is end? the sweat dripping down your hairy shoulders? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it. No, I like that. And I'll tell oh, you why. why. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> Tired of hair on your shoulders, on your back, or your balls? Try Manscaped. So, no. No, it's not. Harry's? No, I just got to get use Heather to... Harry's razors on your uh, shoulders? Harry... Her- her- <laughs> no, Harry's on the face. Manscaped, Manscaped on the balls. Manscaped everywhere else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they sometimes meet in the middle. I don't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Uh, on our last episode... <laughs> Uh, we, we were sort of catching up with the backstory yes. on Claudius reminding ourselves of from whence he came. Uh, at the end of our last episode, we uh, talked about how in the year 12 CE, when he would have been around 21 or 22, Augustus and Tiberius made the final decision that would uh, last for the next 30 years of his life, give or take, uh, that Shit no... He is not to ever, ever hold right. any office or right. be seen representing the family in public. Yeah, participate. Yeah. It's a no-go. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's done. A, a, a bit like when uh, journalists say, hey, we want to interview uh, the two of you for something. I go, you just best not. Or even when I do interviews now yeah. with like guests for the shows, I'm like, just let's not invite Ray because uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll just it'll yeah. just be embarrassing. He'll just ask questions that make no sense, well, and right. I'll spend the rest of the interview just apologising for I'm sorry about Ray. He's from and, uh, and he's from Virginia. I'm right. sorry. He uh, <laughs> doesn't South Carolina. So South Carolina, <laughs> but also Virginia. I just assumed when you brought people on and you did not invite me, it's one of those things where those people are following the adage, don't meet your heroes because you'll just be disappointed. So you don't bring me on. Uh-huh. I get that. Uh-huh. I get that. And yeah. it's a good call. You, you keep, good call. You keep telling yourself that. If that, if that oh, helps you sleep. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. So uh, to make up for all of this, though, he was made a member of the Sally Palatini um, one of my favorite. Is that a salad? No, it's one of my favorite right. Italian singers uh, from the fifties. Oh, yeah, I've got a, no. I've, I've got a little right. bit of Sally Palatini here. Do uh, you want to hear? Here we go. Please. Ben 
penso che un sogno così non ritorni mai più mi dipingevo le mani e la faccia di blu poi d'improvviso venivo dal vento rapito e incominciavo a volare nel cielo infinito That's uh, nice. a little bit of that. Where was I? Oh, yes. The Sally Eye Palatini. No, they were the Palatine Leapers, a, uh, a priesthood that was supposedly confined to the patricians. Uh, why they were called the Palatine Leapers is, right. uh, is uh, an interesting story. Uh, tell us about it, Ray. Um. You could only leap from the Palatine Hill. I think that stands to reason. Uh, no, uh, I, I don't know what about the why, other. What about the uh, other six hills of Rome? You weren't allowed to leap from those? Um, uh, no, you could, you could sashay, you could <laughs> skip, you could hop, but you couldn't leap. Uh, each hill had its own uh, movement. This is Rome, after all. The Salii, the leaping priests... Of Mars, very old cult, goes back to King Numa, Anuma Numa, the first king of Rome. Uh, Twelve patrician youths, uh, you know, the twelve disciples they were known as, um, they would dress up as ancient warriors with a breastplate, short red cloak, sword, headdress, given uh, 12 bronze shields called the Ancilla, uh, a bit like a Mycenaean shield, had a resembled sort of like a figure eight. One of the shields was said to have fallen from heaven in the reign of King Numa. We've talked about this before. Sure. Don't know if you remember. And then 11 copies were made of it to protect the identity mm. of the real sacred shield. This oh, was like ad- this. advice given to King Numa by the nymph Egeria, and she gave him a prophecy that wherever that shield was preserved, the people would be the dominant people of Earth. Mm. And, you know, it, it obviously never occurred to them that somebody could just come and steal all 12 shields. Uh, <laughs> that So I'll make 20! No, so, like, come did, on. Who's yeah. going to steal 12 shields? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Did the Nazis go after this shield, or was it just other things? I don't remember that in the Indiana Jones movie. Um, no, but that's that's the uh, next the Ray next and Cam. Movie. Yes. The Ray and Cam movie we're coming out with, we go and steal that shield. The story of the twelve. <laughs> it's called Ray and Cam versus the Sally Eye. Right. Uh, you know, look for Subtitle. it in Netflix. Right. Never. Um, <laughs> now, apparently, the, the, the sons of patricians that were sent into this order were the, the dullards, the bubble boys, the, the embarrassments. No. That's what you do. As I said in the last show, the Rosemary Kennedys. Um, right. you got to do something they with did, them. They didn't have ice pick lobotomies or asylums yeah. back then. But, uh, they just sent them into the priesthood. <laughs> but that was as far as they were probably going to go. The only honor I'm imagining they'd ever really get if they're that. Dull. It's a bit like what, 
you know, people have been doing, Catholics have been doing for 1,500 years since then. You know, you, you send the most embarrassing son to, of the family to be priests. Sure. To be priests. Yeah. yeah. How do you get rid of them? They're uh, homosexuals or right. uh, pedophiles or just dumb, Boom. useless. You send them you. off. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's. In fact, it's, those are qualifications. If yeah. anything. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You're overqualified, Ray. I'm, I'm terribly sorry mm. to say that. You can't come. Now, in Augustus's will of uh, 14 CE, by the way, you feel free to tell your Catholic priest brother-in-law that I said that. In oh, Augustus's I... will of 14 CE, Claudius yeah. was mentioned. Oh, good. But only as an heir of the third degree. <sighs> it what sounds did like that mean? Head. Uh, yeah. I, I guess there's... <laughs> <laughs> to the third degree? No, so I guess there's the first tier, the second tier, the third tier, which he is on. And if for whatever reason, the first two tiers, people don't claim their inheritance or whatever, then he's the bronze runner up. But that's never going to happen. Clapton with a song called The Third Degree there. Um, Yeah, smooth motherfucker. Yeah. His nickname used to be Slow Hand, but I call him Smooth Motherfucker Hand. Uh, He's a smooth motherfucker. Eric Clapton. Saw Clapton live once. Man, amazing. Just amazing. Oh, God. What a God. Um, Yes, um, an heir of the third degree means he would only inherit. If two others in line before him disinclined their inheritance. Right. So he wasn't completely left out, but uh, a lot of people had to die. Yeah. 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 It's like in order for us to become the number one history podcasters (laughs) in the world, Dan (laughs) Carlin. Right. Mike Duncan. And Mike Duncan need to. Meet with the fiery end. Did I say that? (laughs) Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Somebody uh, needs to infect them with coronavirus and right. uh, in order for us yeah. to yeah. take the title, which is uh, so, truly should be ours. We're three. That's not bad. That's like winning the bronze. That's not, it's not good, I might, but it's not I might, I might be slightly exaggerating where we are in the <laughs> rankings there. <laughs> okay, that sounds right. That sounds right. I mean, Carlin right. and Duncan and another hundred people would need right. to die. I mean, I'm just using those two right. to, as an example. you know, uh, yeah, to right. symbolise so what would need to have. <laughs> yeah, that's still, that's in the still top doable. 200. Yeah. It's doable. <laughs> it's only 102 people who need to die. Doesn't. I'm good with that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I Walter White would get that done in like two minutes. Oh. Yeah. Hire some neo-Nazis. Yeah. So we have a guy here, getting back to Claudius, who is 
quite intelligent, as we know, but forced to hide in the shadows, like the hunchback of Notre Dame <laughs> or Cinderella, as you said in the last episode. Right. But continues to write books in his private life. As I said a four, in the last episode, 43 book history on the Julio-Claudians. He wrote a 20-book history in Greek about Damn. the Etruscans and Damn. eight books about the Carthaginians. Oh, wow. Now, he apparently liked to study the peoples who were the enemies of Rome. Uh, what do you make of that, Ray? Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go out on a limb here and say he has studied the people that Rome have de- has defeated in the past, maybe thinking in his little fantasy world one day, he'll be a leader, he'll be called to defeat a enemy of Rome in the future. I don't know, but he certainly is a, certainly is a, he, I don't know. I find that interesting that he's, he's going after all these people that have been subdued and taken in by the Romans over the centuries. Hmm. Maybe it's because he feels, well, listen, if I'm shut out of participating in Roman affairs, right. I will take an interest in the affairs of other peoples. Uh, yeah, who's going to stop me? You know, where they came from, what they did, right. uh, and and and... The suggestion, obviously, again, none of these things have survived very disappointingly, but um, it seems like he took a rather favourable view of them and presented them sort of fairly, at least neutrally. Um, It would be like, uh, you know, a, a member of the Kennedy family or the Clinton family or the Trump family, one of America's royal families, the Bush family, writing positive histories on, I don't know, the Nazis or uh, the Soviets or or the Cubans, the Castro regime, or or Kim, the Kim family, going, you know what, these people were uh, okay. You know, they were all right. They they had beliefs and and they had a culture and they stood up for what they believed in and really, in in retrospect, maybe we were cunts with what we did. Maybe we shouldn't have uh, gone and done that. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Hannibal did, you know, come <laughs> and knock on our yeah. front door, but maybe scary. We, des- uh, we deserved it. Who knows? Right. But Getting too big point, for our boots. Exactly. But the point is he's down in libraries. He's down and he's in a study or whatever. He's not out. The family, they don't give a fuck. What, it could be Egyptian porn for all they care. He, they don't, he's staying out of the public line like they're good with it. Well, I think another interesting aspect of, of his interest in these people is that he's a member of the Claudii, and the Claudii, as you may recall, come from mm-hmm. Sabine origins. Told this story back in the Tiberius series, I think, but according to legend, the first of the Claudii was a Sabine, Attius Clausus, mm-hmm. distantly related to Santa Clausus. Um, Sabine. He was a Sabine who kind of came to Rome in 504 BCE, the sixth year, year, well, Attius, uh, a.k.a. Santa, yeah. The sixth year of the Republic, um, he uh, kind of changed sides and then the Claudii obviously became one of the most powerful families in Rome. They had, I can't remember, I think it was like 27 consuls they'd produced or something Damn. in that time. A handful of dictators. Right. Um, 
and and you know they were pre-Roman as opposed to say Julius who claimed that the Julii clan, clan, you know, were one of the patrician, the founding families, and right. uh, come from Venus and probably sure, come from, you know, I think, according to um, uh, um, Virgil, I think they, they came from Aeneas, uh, maybe going mm-hmm. all the way back. Uh, you know, the, these were Sabine people, uh, according to the, the Claudii. And his wife, Ergonolilililila, Ergi, right. we'll just call her Ergo, um, Ergo some, Cogito Ergo some, uh, her, his wife was from Etruscan stock. So his, oh. his interest in these uh, foreign peoples, or I guess the Etruscans and the Sabines are sort of from the same part of Italy, but non-Roman, mm-hmm. um, kind of makes sense. He's got an interest in exploring those. He also wrote a book advocating the introduction of new letters into uh, the Latin alphabet. Too much time on his hand. Okay. Was there a letter in particular? I mean, would Rome have been better for this additional letter? Did it in fact? Yeah. Happen? Okay. Yeah. It All was, right. it was um, you know, a, a new letter called the Claudius. Um <laughs> Okay. It was just a. It was a shaped, strangely like a hand holding up a middle finger, and he's like, "Oh, it's just." It was an emoticon. He was inventing right. emoticons, basically. He was like, "This is just what I want to say to you all." Yeah. Uh, I, I need this new letter. Words. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Period. Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> or I could do a whole row of them. But you get what I'm saying. You know. You know yeah. No doubt. Right. Unfortunately, his uh, emoticons didn't catch on. Now, he also took an interest in medicine, which makes sense for someone whose life had been right. so impacted by medical issues. One story I read about uh, some advice he got from a, a, an Arab sheik, Ray. Did you read that story? No. Just tell me this doesn't lead to camel sex or... No, I, I don't know the story. Why? Because it's going to turn you on too much and you won't be able to concentrate? <laughs> I don't... I told you, I don't have to answer your questions. <laughs> uh, apparently, he, he had some correspondence with an Arab sheik who right. gave him advice on bird therapy. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> fucking birds. Yeah. <laughs> fucking birds. What, do you um, smoke them? What? I, I don't know. Please continue. That, okay. It was involving the liver of a vulture. Right which was boiled in its own blood with some honey, and then you would eat it over a period of three weeks as a cure for epilepsy I'm done. or for heart no. issues. Um, right. uh, <laughs> and you could also eat the heart of the vulture when it was dried, powdered, yeah. and then mixed with some water. Okay. Um, now, personally, yeah. that's yeah. how I like to treat my enemies. Um, I intend <laughs> to boil. Yeah, going to boil yeah, yeah. Dan Carlin's liver <laughs> in his own blood <laughs> with honey and eat his powdered dry heart. A little saute um, and fricassee. Right, right. Him and Mary Beard, who both of oh. whom have uh, refused oh, to come on our podcast over the years because they're uh, too busy. Right. You know, after the fourth, I'm busy. I'm starting to catch on. 
But that's fine. <laughs> I do it to other people. Yeah. You do it to other people, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah, no, your I wife read does it about to you. My wife? Does it to you. I'm busy. Go Get away with me with that tiny little thing. I'm busy. Well, it's it's not that you're busy. I'm just more concerned about the man that's on top of you right now, why you're busy. That's, <laughs> He's I'd like to busy. talk about that if we could. Yeah, <laughs> He's busy. Yeah. She's just kind of lying there moaning. Anyway, I did read one about the, the, the he talked about, uh, with someone, our, he, he wrote an edict on the value of you, a tree which has many uh, poisonous parts to it, in the treatment of a snake bite. So I guess a poisonous snake bites you. You take in part of a poison tree. The two poisons cancel each other out. They fight it out in you. They kill each other. And then suddenly you're a lot healthier. So mm. that, to two, me, makes sense. That's science. Two poisons enter, one poison leaves <laughs> is, I think, the scientific explanation of the theory there. Exactly. Um, now, uh, when Augustus died in 14, uh, yeah. Claudius thought, well, maybe I've got a yes. crack now. Yes. Um, Augustus start. obviously didn't like me being out in public, so he asked Tiberius to give him the post, maybe a quaestorship. We don't yeah. really know. Something all we did. All we do know is that Thibaut refused. Well, yeah, I mean, one, he, Thibaut could have been a dick, and he could have said, no, we already talked about this years ago, fuck off. He could have said, you know what, dude, oh, God, I wish I could. In fact, if no one was looking, if Augustus, who's now a god, wasn't looking over my shoulder, I would totally fucking do it. But Augustus made this decision. He's now a god, so I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to stick with the old no. So uh, go write another book. I don't know what to say. But the point is, he gets shut down again. So I, I guess this is, I guess this is Claudius... For whatever his limitations, whatever his brain seems to be working normally, he does have a sense of duty, of honor. He wants to help out the state. He's he's born. He's he's a blue blood. He's he's a part of the royal family. Does he want to do his part? Does he want to participate or whatever? I think there's something driving him. I don't think he's just bored and go, oh, I want to be a politician. I think he actually cares and he's trying to do his part, but he keeps banging his head against the wall that is Augustus and Tiberius. I've got a recording of uh, Thank you God. Know, Claudia, Claudius and Tiberius here. Computer says no. <laughs> um, but he did offer him consular decorations, ornamenta consularia. Aww. Now, you and I have both been awarded uh, ornamenta consularia uh, multiple times, Ray. Explain to people uh, what that is again. Uh, there's an ornament that normally would go on the Christmas tree, but you hang it on the person, not on like earrings or a nose piercing. It's like when we were at the Coliseum with Tony Coniston a couple right. of years, two years ago this, <laughs> this week. And oh, um, yes, we said, uh, oh, yeah. in, in the store of the Coliseum, we saw the uh, gold uh, oak crowns made yes. of real gold. And we sort of said, wow, wouldn't it be... Wouldn't, wouldn't we love one, one loud, of those? So Tony could hear yeah. us. Oh, wouldn't that yeah. be great? What a story to tell oh, our kids. If only, oh, if, only we yeah. had a, if only we had a rich friend with us right. that could buy us those right. things. And he just said, I, fuck off. And we were like, oh, okay. Right. I think we went too far when we started rubbing ourselves up against the glass. I think we had a shot. I well, think we no, I shot. think it was... When we were rubbing yeah. ourselves up against him, I think is where we blew it. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. Now you tell yeah. me. Yeah, Can we write this yeah. down? No, so so I guess 
oak leaves and a crown and some other kind of decorations? I don't know. Yeah. Well, ornamenta consularia were, were normally offered to foreign potentates oh. or to knights, people who, you know, were worthy of being consuls <laughs> but couldn't because white. they weren't, uh, yeah, white. Uh, yeah, it's like... <laughs> Sorry, look, you're a great guy, but you're not Love white, ya. so Love yeah. I you mean, bleach. If you were just anyway. white, right? You know, you not could you her, could be a consul, but white. You just yeah, yeah. You're just not white. Um, sorry, you're, I mean, not, not your fault, really. Right, right. Kind of your ancestors' fault because we know, according according to yeah. the Old Testament, it was because. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you you committed sins, and that's why right. God m- turned your who's, skin who's, to who's black. White. Right. Yeah. God is white. God is white. Yeah. He's of course, God is white. Jesus, Jesus is white. Actually God is white. white sheet over his. Anyway, couldn't be whiter. Couldn't be whiter than Jesus. And but here you go. Oh, hey, that's 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 going to be my new series of artworks. I'm going to take famous. Uh, artworks of Jesus and just put him in a KKK robe um, <laughs> to point out how white he is. It's been yeah. a pleasure working with you. That'll be that'll make me famous. That'll um, make you something. Yeah. Yeah. Now he was so. Uh, oh, Tibo said no. The computer says no. Did give him the <laughs> ornamenta concilaria, but right. um, appointed him as a member of the new priesthood. That had oh. been created to devote itself to the newly established cult of the deified right. Augustus, and this but happens this, a lot to Claudius. He gets right. made. He goes, listen, listen, Honors. listen. N- yeah. No, but <laughs> here, b- be <laughs> a priest a of a bottle. cult. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To which Claudius said, "But I'm not a pedophile. Why am I being made a priest?" Uh, that's they all we said, got well, for you. So yet. Not a pedophile <laughs> yet. Give, give me time. I'll try to earn it. Yeah. Like, don't dismiss anything you haven't tried at least once. That's the that's the rule of Vegas. I was actually, I took my son Hunter out for lunch the other day and uh, the waiter came and he said to me, um, what do you want to drink? And I said, look, just bring me a beer. He said, well, it was one of these fancy places with like a million right. craft beers. And Too I many. said, uh I don't know, just just surprised me. I said, look, my, my, my... He said, what do you like? And I said, look, nothing in particular. <laughs> I said, my motto uh, is I'll try anything once and it's not gay if you do it in Vegas. So just... Uh, he goes, oh, really? I, I said, yeah. Didn't know my, and Hunter's did. just shaking his head going, yeah. oh, for fuck's dude, sake. Well, you're embarrassing dude, You're my me. father. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I can never come here again. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Mm. I look forward to those days. The rest, uh, this is how uh, esteemed this new cult of the deified Augustus was. The rest of his uh, priestly colleagues were chosen by lot. Oh. Yeah. But he got selected. If you get the short straw, uh, you're in. You have to (laughs) hear in the cult. That's how... That's how insignificant it was. It wasn't like they were picking the best and the brightest. It was like, right. oh, shit. But, yeah, I got to do this. Uh, but here's the other thing. If you were selected, you probably got a really short speech about 
we would really appreciate it. That is Augustus, the God, and myself, Tiberius. We'd really appreciate it. You know, just kind of keep an eye on Claudius. Uh, if he starts twitching, maybe hold him down. If he starts, uh, his nose starts running, just wipe it up or whatever. Put him in the back of the line. Just, just help us help Rome, and we'd really appreciate it. So again, a nothing assignment for this very intelligent person. Nothing more insulting than being made the priest of a new religion to a fake god who'd only been created a minute ago. <laughs> who told um, you you could never participate in politics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who shuts yeah. you out of having right. a, a life. And, it's like if uh, D'Angelo died and became a god and <laughs> they asked me, would you like to say a couple yeah. of words at his funeral? <laughs> I'd like to say a yeah. couple of fucking words. Yes, I would. Well, yeah. actually, we're looking for something respectful. No, you better talk yeah. to my wife. You need to You need to worship him as a god now. <laughs> I mean, like your, wife your wife already did. worships him as right. a sex god. Yeah, now you <laughs> need to worship him as a god. <clears throat> oh, I'm not having fun anymore. D'Angelo, I'm just I'm keeping in mind that we may have new listeners that have just started listening. Oh. D'Angelo is the mythical large black man that has sex with Ray's <laughs> wife uh, on a regular basis. Um, right. While I'm there. While you're I'm in the room. Tri- yeah, I'm often. not in on trip. Yeah. No. I'm not, not making a sandwich in the middle of the night in the fridge. Just mm. the, the mm. bed keeps shaking and I'm like, did we mm. get a vibrating bed? No. Ah, shit, D'Angelo's here. So yeah, that's yeah, that's all there is to that. Yeah. Ray is being cuckolded by D'Angelo uh, for many years now. I can't really yes. remember when that started, but why? But it I'm did. sure Heather could. But I, I yeah. <laughs> first time she saw uh, anyway. But Claudius didn't take this dismissal lying down, mostly because uh, he couldn't lie down. He was <laughs> without help having a, he was having an epileptic fit at the time. <laughs> he. He applied again the following year, just before the next yeah. elections. Dude. Which I kind of, I kind of admire this. Right? Oh he's, yeah. He's been yeah. shut out. He's in his mid twenties now, and he's like, "No, fuck you. I'm, I'm worthy. I'm good <laughs> enough. I'm a part of the royal family. Just give me one shot, one opportunity. That's all I need. You can see what I can do. I've got a clip. <laughs> I've got a clip of him here." Uh, Here's his, uh, a clip of him just before this. I deserve good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. I am an attractive <laughs> person. I am fun to be with. <laughs> Daily affirmation with Stuart Smith. With Claudius. <laughs> I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help people. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. There you go. That was what Claudius said every up. day. He did. Yeah. He psyched himself up with that. Slapped himself across it. Yeah. Yeah. This time, however, Timo wasn't in the mood. Instead of just saying fuck off or no, he said, look, you little bitch, you got the 40 piece, the forty gold pieces from the last Saturn, Saturnalia and the festival on December 14th. Wasn't that enough? So it was, I guess he thinks that Claudius is just trying to maybe squeeze the family for some more money. I don't think that's it. I think Claudius really wants to participate, but Thibault doesn't even think highly enough of him to accuse him in, for, of anything other than trying to get some more cash from the family. That's, that's pretty low. 
So, for the next 23 years, Thibaut refused to give Claudius any other position, and if that's not enough, Damn. put it in his will when he died that Claudius again would be in the third rung of his heirs. So, right. 25 years after Augustus dies... Claudius is still in the third rung of heirs. He hasn't crawled up the ladder at all, but he did get one third of the estate. So he got a little bit of cash. That's something. So basically, Thibault pulled an Augustus, kept this guy out of it. Now, if someone came to you and said, look, you're part of this rich family, but you're never, ever, ever allowed to work. We don't care what you do. Just don't be seen in public. I got to think I would be okay with that. But it clearly wasn't okay with Claudius because he was looking to participate in some form or fashion. There's only so many years of masturbation. Yeah. His, his only chance was that the people next in line for power right. would either disgrace themselves or get killed. Fortunately for him, he was in the Julio-Claudian family and there was plenty of opportunities for people to disgrace themselves <laughs> or get killed. Right. So, you know, really, like, personally, I like to think that he was behind all of the deaths and uh, exiles. It makes sense. That's my version of the Claudius story. He's sitting, he he manipulated the whole, he's he's like uh, King Richard III. He's he's sitting there, now is the winter of our discontent made glorious summer by this son of York, and all the clouds which lowered upon our house in the deep bosom of the ocean buried. And he goes on and say, but I, and his good works too, but I that am not shaped for sport of tricks, nor made to court an amorous looking glass. You know? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? Well, that's actually better it, than it what fits. I had. Yeah, yeah, because what I had was he would sit in his dark room and he's crying into his pillow, like we all do. You know why D'Angelo's over there laughing. But the point is, he's over there going, I wish all those people between me and the throne would die. But what he didn't know was that he had a really, really high midichlorian count. He used the force without him <laughs> knowing it, and he kills off these people one by one. That's what they don't tell you in history books, in high schools. But I, that am not shaped for sport of tricks, nor made to court an amorous looking glass, I, that am rudely stamped and want love's majesty to strut before a wanton ambling nymph, I, that am curtailed of this fair proportion, cheated of feature by dissembling nature, deformed, unfinished, Sent before my time into this breathing world like a bubble boy, (laughs) scarce half made up, and that so lamely and unfashionable, the dogs bark at me as I halt by them. Why I, in this weak, piping time of peace, have no delight to pass away the time, unless to spy my shadow in the sun. Mm. So there you go. That's what he's thinking. He's manipulating every... No, I don't think that's true. Well, But it would be cool if it was. It was, and but getting back to the history for a second, his forced, his first forced killing, Germanicus, dies on October tenth of the year nineteen. Yes, this is a personal blow to Claudius. That's his, that's his beloved brother. But maybe he can benefit from this by being one step closer to the curile chair. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure it gave him some hope that he would be going up the the rung of the ladder, but 
obviously that didn't happen. As we see, Thibaut keeps him blocked. He cock-blocked him (laughs) for the rest of his reign. Now, Claudius' son at the time, we've talked about this before, remember he had a son who was betrothed to the daughter of Sianus. I love love stories. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, but then he choked on a pear. <laughs> I seem to recall by throwing it up uh, in the air. He could get married, like he didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Thank you, Jack Kennedy, uh, or the mayor of Springfield. One of the two. Um, so yes, Tiberius instead promoted his own son, oh, Drusus, Jesus. who was married to. Who was Drusus? Who was he married to? to? Oh my god! I am cockblocked. Mentioned it in the last episode in my introduction. Oh shit! Do you want to go back and listen to it to remind yourself? (laughs) You want to call a friend? Do you have any friends? Uh, Want to call D'Angelo? Just (laughs) D'Angelo. And he's always condescending. No, who who was Drusus married to? Claudius's sister, Lavilla. Oh. Oh. Who was the lover of Cianus? Right. And maybe Cianus was the father of the twins. That's right. Gemellus. The Gemellus twins. A lot of inappropriateness here. Right? Yeah. Anyway, apparently there was a prophecy made at the time that Claudius would one day rise to power. Yes. Lavilla, his own fucking <laughs> sister. Said she pitied the Roman people if they were ever to have him as emperor. Now, don't Bitch. mind me while I go and fuck Cianus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he found supposedly of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Did he find a wounded eagle or some whatever represents Rome? I don't know. And he nursed it back to hell. I don't know. But yeah, so supposedly there was some kind of uh, sign that one day he would be holding a wounded Rome in his hand. That a song. Sun, sun, everywhere, everywhere a sun. sun. Blocking up the scenery, breaking my mind. Do this, don't do that. Can't you read the sign? Sun. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Is that what it's like working with me? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the signs. Um, signs. Yes. So, and of course, as we know, Drusus then died probably... At the hands of Cianus, lover of Lavilla, maybe right. with her cooperation. Ooh, damn. Yeah. By about 27 CE, when Cianus was in full swing and Germanicus's family was totally oppressed, right. Claudius divorced Ergolanilla on the grounds of adultery and suspicion of moider. <laughs> Who did she moider, Ray? Oh, 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 oh. Was mm, was this when Thibaut played detective? Uh, her brother's wife? God, I'm trying to remember. Who yes. was Yes. I don't remember. Go on. <laughs> I don't do. Was it like she's pushed out the window and he said she just jumped or fell out or some lame ass shit? Heather's going to come yes. up with a better excuse when she, she and D'Angelo kills me. Much better. Yeah. Job. Yeah. No, like he, he picked up that uh, axe and just uh, hit himself in the back of the head with it. <laughs> Officer. Uh, 27 times. Really? We, yeah. we can't explain it. Yeah, his hands were tied behind his back at the time, too. <laughs> really, I never knew he was that yeah. flexible. Is that telekinesis? Um, anyway. Yeah, that, yeah. Must, that must be it. 
Yeah, uh, her brother, Solanus, uh, his wife, Apronia, uh, fell slash was pushed out of a window. Right, testing gravity. And remember how his grandmother sent him a dagger and told him to do the right thing? Damn, uh, that's right. Which is uh, what he did, which was Urgul Anilla, Livia's best friend, said, look, right. you're an embarrassment to the family. And he was a praetor at the time too. Doesn't matter. And he committed suicide. Yes, um, now, after he... So, apparently, Ugolanilla was uh, somehow involved with this uh, cover-up or the plot to kill his wife, uh, and she gave birth after the divorce. When she did, Claudius said, nah, not mine. Baby girl, Claudia. Bastard. He pulled a Steve Jobs. Yeah. Pulled a Steve Jobs and said, nah, not mine. No. Not my kid. Don't mm. know. He said the father was one of his freed slaves. Oh, that's embarrassing, isn't it? Mm. Well, I don't know. Do you, know? you know, you would assume that you know when some when she was marrying him, right. they might have had a bit of a deal. Like, listen, you know, I get it. You yeah. don't want to fuck this. <laughs> A bit like the deal you have with Heather, right? Listen, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I, if you just marry me, look, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Don't, I, don't ask, don't tell. That's right. my motto, like I, the US military under <laughs> Bill Clinton. Don't ask, don't tell. Right. Huh? I change clothes in the dark myself. I totally get it. Let's just come up with an understanding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't you. like to see myself naked. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine how you feel. I use it as punishment. Anyway. So his next wife was Aelia Patina. That sounds nice. Apparently a distant distant relative of Cianus. They probably got married oh, in 28 or somewhere around that. Right. And their daughter, Antonia, was married in 41. Now, okay. yeah. I want to take a moment to think about these women. Okay, what, what, you know, it's one thing that they have to get married to this guy who's got cerebral palsy. Right. Secondly, they have to fuck him. Yes. Um, and, Much older. But third, they're being forced. They're, they're being forced. We imagine to marry this guy who is never going to hold any office. Now right. we, you know, we obviously know uh, that the, these offices were kind of bullshit anyway. By this stage, uh, outside of being you know, emperor, everything right. else was kind of but just a bit of a, yeah. a you know a, a badge. No, no right. real power came with it. But, but still, it was. If you wanted to present yourself in high society... Exactly, exactly. A badge is better than no badge. you got to wonder what these women, you know, what it was, what had to happen for them to be forced into marrying this guy. Were they given big dowries? Were they... uh, Well, he was never really rich, so it's not like he got a lot of money from any of these wives. Um, I can take a step yeah, at it. Yeah, I mean, tough, I, man. I, I can take a yeah. step at it. One, let's just be brutally honest for a second. And you have um, got to know that the second a girl is born, she is told, you know, w- one, her father is the paterfamilias, probably. He has the the uh, life or death rights over her, so she knows she has no rights. Two, she's probably told the best that she could ever do in her entire life is to serve the family by marrying someone and making that person very happy who can serve the family, who can raise the family to another level or bring in wealth or whatever. So you've got to think these girls are, to a degree, brainwashed. That's that's just my guess. But the most important thing to try to answer your question is, 
if you have a girl who's going to marry someone who's 20, 30, whatever, years older than deformed, whatever, I mean, he wasn't that old, but that, that happened a lot in Rome. He might not ever achieve office, but their child would suddenly be maybe on the outskirts, but in the running, they're part of the royal family. Even if it's by marriage, the bloodline is in your child that you have with this grotesque person. And so who knows what's going to happen in the future? Maybe this person can be a great general. Maybe they can find a way to serve the state. Who knows? He might not be much, but the offspring with him could bring the family to great heights. It's it's potentially possible. Yeah, I mean, uh, the best. That's the best I, I can know. Is, is that is that is that you know how Heather felt when she married you that you would take the family to new heights? Right, which is why she's been so disappointed since the day after the wedding. Um, she can't really stop <laughs> ever night, bringing it up. Night yeah. of, I yeah, think. Yeah. The night of, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is what I had to look forward to, really. And, you know, just think about this too. I mean, well, I'm assuming the worst here. I'm assuming that these women didn't uh, have good relationships with Claudius. I mean, like if if you look at um, Augustus and his relationship with Livia seems to have been really, really strong. They were faithful to each other as far as we know. They were married for decades, uh, very, very close partners. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tiberius was made to divorce his love, marry Julia Aww. the slut whore, and then <laughs> nothing after that. Right. Except for his, uh, he built a sex palace. Yeah. Uh, where women could put, uh, you know, snakes on right. their clits. Right. Um, then you've got Caligula, uh, uh, well, Germanicus, and Agrippina, and right. she was faithful to him even after he died for the rest of his life, as far as we know. So obviously a a deep and powerful connection there. Yes. Caligula, finally with Sazonia. I mean, it didn't last long, but it was apparently hot. Right. And they, they were into it. Right. Oh, they gloved it. Cut in there. Um, the according to the film, probably a little bit of lesbian stuff as right. well going on with the Drusilla threesomes, all right. that kind of stuff. Oh. But it's hot and sexy. I've got to go back and watch He was that. a fuck machine, Caligula. <laughs> we know that about We him. just got to find the right person. That's my motto. But then you've got Claudius, like uh, a big come down. First betrothed to a woman whose family gets disgraced. Second one dies before their wedding. Third one he divorces her because she uh, was sleeping around with a slave or a freed slave and and had someone killed or conspired to have someone killed. Fourth time's a charm. I've always said that. (laughs) I've always. I think maybe. Wow, you're still on your second, though. I mean, what are you going to yeah. tell your third? Look, th- this isn't well, uh, this isn't probably going to last very long because I'm just right. I got to get through you to get to the fourth, right? And I'm not talking um, about sex; I'm talking about the marriage. So, yeah, yeah right, right, yeah. right. Well, see, I didn't. I forgot to get he- to Heather to buy uh, sign a prenup. So yeah. I'm kind of screwed now that I'm making hundreds and hundreds of dollars a year. I, I I'm I don't know. I don't know. I'm, oh, don't know. I'm, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So I'll, I'll stick it out until yeah. I can figure something out. Anyway, that, yeah. that's not why you people yeah. are here. You want to hear the yeah. story. <laughs> but so you got to right. feel for these women and also for Claudius, like being in these situations where he knows these women are probably being 
forced to marry him by their yes. families the just crime. because it'll get them in good with yes. the Tiberius uh, and uh uh, they, they probably walk around all day crying and yeah. moaning about their lot in life. And he's like, come on, like, can you just stop crying long enough to fuck just me, please? Let me, um, just let me finish and then you can go back to crying. Yeah. I don't think that's asking crying. too much. God, this I mean, is like that's got to be demoralising as right. well. But sources yeah. suggest yeah. that he was a bit of a womanizer. I found this fascinating. Because right. I kind of assumed that he would be mostly celibate, like just him and his Incel. books, a bit like us. Right. Celibate. <laughs> celibate, sitting right. in our tiny, dank little rooms, getting everything we know from books or, in your case, half a YouTube video and a page of Wikipedia. Um, You're not Back wrong. of a cornflakes packet. Right, um, right. You know, but no, apparently he was a bit of a playboy in his own way, a bit of a womanizer, loved to watch games in the arena. Right. Um, gambling, eating, drinking. Actually wrote Damn. a book on gambling, which Hell is fascinating. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he thought the bad luck he'd had in life meant that uh, he had to develop strategies to, to beat the system. Oh, respect the And cock. until the Tame end the of... Right. <laughs> sorry. 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 Oh, That's what my yeah, coffee My favourite Tom Cruise role <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to. Hey, how are you, you going with that? How's that working out for you? <laughs> Tame Danny lately? No. Sheep? So, Farm animals. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, because it's completely non-consensual and one-sided. So when you say he's a womanizer, I don't think he's throwing money at them because we, he had some property, but he didn't have a lot of money. So I don't know if he had if he was cash rich. Is he just using his name, his position? How is he getting these women to, to do the nasty with him? I wonder. I'm assuming they're Roman whores, but, I mean, that's not really... When you call somebody a womanizer, it's not usually somebody who sleeps with prostitutes or right. sex workers. Right. I'm sorry to use right. the uh, modern politically correct term. Get right um, uh, I don't know, man. I, I assume that maybe they were... Maybe they had a kink, you know, yeah. like... Oh, uh, right. I, I, Chrissy, I always say Chrissy must be like an old <laughs> chubby chaser because she's ended up with me. I mean, I'm not complaining... <laughs> But uh, yeah, maybe she's got a type. Maybe right. he, uh, maybe he knew how to go downtown. <laughs> things will be great when Claudius goes downtown. He, he was a master. Eats of it like a donut when he's downtown. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, for those of you new to the show, I wish I could say this will probably never happen again. But I, I can't, and I shan't, <laughs> and I shan't. So. And you'll you learn a lot. Shat and you'll, shat. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll learn a lot and not just history. Anyway, so, but the point yeah. is, he's still relatively young. I think he's in his 20s, I can't remember, or something like that. And he is chasing women, no matter his defects. He's going for it. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. I'm Good done. for him. And until the end of his life, he had to be carried away from dinners, passed out, shit faced, drunk. Woo! And listen, who could. Yeah. Who can blame him after the life right. he's led, really? Um, drink it. Drink it away. If he, yeah. 
Yeah. I would. Now, when Caligula became emperor, things started to turn around for him a little bit. Um, He was uh, made co-consul. Yeah. With Caligula in 37, his first consulship. So he's gone from nothing, being kept in the dark, in the wings. Right. Like a podcaster (laughs) for his entire life. And then all of a sudden, he's a consul in 37. We know that when Caligula became emperor, he repudiated Thibaut at first, distanced himself from Thibaut's reign made a big deal of having the memory and legacy of his mother and siblings officially yes. rehabilitated and reformed. Respect the senators. And Claudius, yeah. Claudius was his uncle, his father's brother. Right. So he was part of the new official regime, the, the non-Thibaut regime that Caligula wanted to establish, right. at least officially. Yes. So all of a sudden he's outlived enough people, Claudius, that he gets a little bit of respect. And Suetonius claims that he was also promised a second consulship in four years. Of course, unfortunately, Caligula didn't survive that long. <laughs> right. Probably wouldn't have got it anyway. But but enough people have gone, have, have been di- killed or died or whatever, and now he's riding high. I mean, I don't know what his qualifications are. I'd hate to see his resume, but it doesn't matter. He's got the right blood in his veins. He is now at the top this is awesome. This is the Cinderella story come true. But he's also a stu- I mean, he, he's never had any command or anything, but he's no. uh, a student of history. Yeah. So yeah. he knows the good, the bad, and the ugly of history. He, you know, he, and as Claudius said, those who forget history are condemned to repeat it. Right. He said that first. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't try and fact check that. But he, he did. Trust and, me. And uh, right. probably at some right. point. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you do want a guy like that. I think you, we want more historians in politics. I mean, Boris Johnson probably is an argument against that. <laughs> but right. uh, maybe Caligula, maybe, sorry, Claudius was Boris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Hey, kids! <laughs> ah! but, but to add to that, he was the nephew of Tiberius who was consul. Now he's the uncle of a consul. I mean, maybe he's in some ways being looked on as the uh, the wiser, older man. So this this is just an awesome year for him when Caligula comes into power. I mean, it, it, can it get any better for him? Hopefully it's going to stay this way forever. He's age 46 and he finally leaves the equestrian order, which he'd been in his entire life. Wow. And it's interesting. He actually was the most socially prominent member of the equestrians and quite popular with them. On a number of occasions, they elected him to be their spokesperson back to the Senate or the the emperor. So this... This is something that you don't pick up on a scant reading of the histories. Yeah. Very popular with the equestrians and, as it turns out, the rank and file and the people as well, which goes a long way to him finally becoming emperor. He seems to have a reputation amongst all of these people as um, generous, kind, considerate, gentle, good guy, loves a drink, loves to gamble, loves to fuck. Right, um, he's a Roman. Knows his history, knows yeah. his philosophy. Yeah. yeah, and he's not a dick. 
Even though he That's comes from families of dicks. <laughs> multiple dickishness. Monumental dicks. He's Yeah. Yeah, he's not a dick. And the, everyone seemed everyone outside of his own family. Right. Seems to like and okay, admit some of the senators admittedly, but everyone right. else seems to like him. Yeah. Which uh, go, it's a bit like you, Ray. That's sure. how I think of you. Sure. With our on our shows, like completely <laughs> useless, really. Right. Right. Um, I get that. I but yeah, ugly, deformed. Um, I'll let you know a when monster. You're wrong. Right. The the height of stupidity. <laughs> But least on the height. Well, well liked, and yes. that goes a long yes. way. It does. Well, see, to, to say everything that you just said about uh, Claudius, you could have started out with he is the brother of the beloved and missing Germanicus, so he's already going to get a fair shake. And then when he turns out not to be a massive dick, to be a decent person who knows how to good, have a good time, and if you can look past his deformities, you will find a keen mind. So. If given a chance, he can impress people. And he's doing that. Just like you said, all these people like him. They think well of him. They're impressed with him. They keep electing him as the representative. Not to be the negative Nancy at this part of the story. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yes, he's he's sharing the consulship with the, uh, with the uh, princeps, who is his nephew. And yes, when Caligula is out of town, Claudius can sit there in the chair and represent him, and he's liked by the people. And all that's great. Don't get me wrong. He's riding high. However, the reality is he still really doesn't have any power. He's being used by his nephew, who needs like a stabilizing element in his administration, at least for now, uh, because he's the beloved brother. uh, He's the brother of beloved Germanicus. He's older. He's been around. He's not seen as a dick. So he's being used by... Caligula, even though he doesn't mind being used, but as far as his actual own power, his power base, his own supporters or whatever, he's just kind of there. But hey, it's better than what he's been doing for the last 20 or whatever years. Well, with that, I think we'll wrap it up and uh, we will be back next time. Yeah, we will. With with more of... uh, Whatever this is, the uh, the Claudius <laughs> show, I'm 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 with it. Don't yeah, no don't. no, I never. I haven't. It. It's not quite hour three. No, I haven't next, completely tuned out. Next week's going to be paying attention. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fuck me! It's time to go out. Kick some ass and do whatever you can to inflict pain. People brag about it. Basically, and I'm sure a lot of listeners know this so they can figure it out really quickly, but it's gotten to the point now where it's just not We're doing a good job of being mean to each other already, but 